Yeah, welcome back for another edition of EDBC Podcast. And Brian, we are thick into the NFL season. We got lots of baseball news. Where can we start? We want to start playoff baseball. Got some NFL on your chest. Talk, right. talk to me what you want to talk about. Well, we're, this is taping this on a Monday night about 6.30, so the Yankees are about two hours away from their first pitch. Hate win. those 8.40 starts. Oh, my goodness. I'll be up till 2 o'clock in the morning. In Minnesota, so if they win tonight, they sweep. Yep. And then you can sit back and relax. The uh, Astros lost today, so the Astros are going to have to play at least one more game. Yep. So the Yanks probably could use that rest. Um, but I think, yeah, I'm kind of feeling like maybe we start with the NFL. It seemed like just a weird week. And listen, um, I picked the Giants yesterday. Right. I, uh, we don't have to get into the spreads, the whole gambling thing. But um, right. I thought it would be a closer game. But, uh, you know, when you've got a rookie quarterback, right. those type of things happen. Minnesota's a much better team. Yeah, and I don't think Daniel Jones had a bad game. He had a game that a rookie quarterback's going to have yep. against a team that's got a pretty good defense, which the Vikings do. He ha- he was not great. He wasn't awful. Yep. So I, if I was a Giants fan, I'd be thinking, okay, I'm not worried about Daniel Jones yet, but – I, I think what I'd be thinking is every draft pick next spring gets spent on a defensive player. Yeah. Every single one. Yep. Because uh, Minnesota, who's had some struggles this early on this season uh, in off on offense, especially their quarterback, Kirk Cousins, yeah, they had a good day yesterday. Yeah. Uh, great running back. Dalvin and Cousins Kirk, stinks, but the, I mean, yeah. that giant defense makes anyone but look good. I'm, I was, I was going to say, you know what the great cure for Kirk, Kirk Cousins' early season struggles the Giants defense. Yes, this is true. I mean, listen, they didn't have Saquon Barkley. You could throw that in. He will right. take a lot of pressure off a young quarterback. But now for the Giants, the worst part is now you got to go on a short week and go play the Patriots. Oh, good luck with that. Right. And it, 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 it's, I, as again, as we're taping this on Monday night, not sure about Saquon's return for Thursday. Yep. That would be tough to return for that type of injury that soon. And why rush him back? Wait I, another week because you're off. You know, you get a long layoff between your next game because right. you're playing a Thursday night. I give believe, it, give it, you know, right. side with caution, right? Exactly. Looks like Sterling Shepard, who has suffered concussion, is now out for several weeks. So that's one more weapon for uh, Daniel Jones not to have it. It's just his disposal. And then, as we say every week, and the Patriots fans must love it, boy, the Patriots just another just another gauntlet. They have to play the Giants with no Saquon Barkley, yep. no Sterling Shepard. I didn't watch um, a play from their game this weekend. No need to. Obviously, right. rolled. My, uh, uh, neither did I. It just, it just they're an unstoppable machine. Right. Uh, they're going to win again and go to six and zero. Oh, and before you know it, we're going to look at another thirteen and three season. I do want to just say on the unstoppable machine thing. It is the NFL. There's always something goofy that happens. I think this week it had a few goofy games. I think last night if you thought that the Kansas City Chiefs would yeah. be held to ten points at home and lose to. Yeah. The, the Colts at home, nobody'd be believing that. No. So the Pats that's football have season, game. as they say. Yeah, it's, you know, it's just that's football season. Uh, Can't season. predict it. Uh, Can't no. predict it. No, um, I uh, crazy week. Th- listen. So you walk in here today uh, at News Eight, where we taped this podcast, and Darren Kramer is a big Green Bay Packers fan. He is, and of course, you walk in the building, and who's holding the door for you to get in? But the big Packer fan. So you're a Cowboy fan. Yep. Again, I was uh, on the road last night, so I didn't get a chance to watch the game. Right. Was following it as much as I could on my phone while I was at the Connecticut Sun game. We'll get to that in a second. But just tell me your thoughts. you got to be disappointed if you're a Cowboys fan. A couple weeks ago, this right. team was going to the Super Bowl. Again, you're never as good as you are when you're right. playing great. You're never as bad as you're playing bad. So what's your thoughts about your little Cowboys? Well, yeah, um, there was people saying, oh, the Cowboys are 3-0, but they've played, played three terrible teams. They should be 3-0. And you know what? They have done nothing to disprove that. They yeah. played two really decent teams, two really good teams, I think, in New Orleans last week and Green Bay yesterday, and basically 
got their doors blown off. Um, they made it interesting. They came back late, but too little too, little too late yesterday. Some people criticizing Ezekiel Elliott as well as the quarterback. What's your take on that? I don't. I think Zeke was fine yesterday, but he wasn't really a factor. When you're down um, 24 to nothing, you're not going to be running the ball. You're down early. You're down basically three scores before the game even sort of settles down. You're going to take away the running game. Uh, Dak, did, Dak Prescott didn't have a great game. He played better late. Yep. But just a lot of – it's interesting because – you look at their offense to last week, and they did just just did nothing. Yesterday, if you look at the stats, you'd go, "Oh man, this was yeah. either a Dallas win or a very very close game." They had 530 something total yards to Green Bay's 300 and something, but this is more about a defense that couldn't stop or the run, and it was just it was kind of sad. So I won't spend too long on the Cowboys, but uh, well, let me ask you yeah. one more question about that because again, people are going to talk about it. The Cowboys are a national team, so no matter right. where you are, people are going to talk about. Are you sold on your quarterback yet? I am. I, I'm. I feel good about the quarterback. Okay. I don't know that he's. You know, I don't think he's. A, I'm not sure he's a top. He's not a top five quarterback. Yep. But fair you enough. Look around this league. I think if you, you build a team, you can you can win with him. Yep. So. Uh, no, it's true. It's just one of those things where people talk about him, and if he wants to get a lot of money, which is what, if you're the Cowboys, do you invest twenty five, thirty, forty million dollars in a player like that? Here, here's the problem with that. I, I think he's just good enough to sort of. You have that debate, but at the end of the day, you sort of have to, if you're the Cowboys and the Jones family, you have to sort of just shut your eyes and sign them and hope that you're right. Because, I mean, could be worse. Look at the, a team like the Bears that have made a huge trade to go get Mitch Trubisky. Packing's <laughs> passing up Pat Mahomes. My old Sean college roommate, Watson. Mitch Trubisky. Hey, that? Mitch. <laughs> hey, Night so, putting. So, uh, the other thing you, the, you, uh, we, that I heard all about, and again, I, I didn't get to watch as much NFL as I want, but it, right. it doesn't matter. You watch it every week. Officiating in this league, you listen to talk radio, you're on websites. I mean, it's awful. They they wanted to correct the problem they had in the playoffs last year where New Orleans got hosed on a non-pass interference call. Right. So they make this rule for pass interference. And now coaches are challenging it, and they're not reversing it. And it's almost like the NFL saying, hey, screw you. We just want this for the playoffs. It's not happening. Right. Like they're, they're Am I wrong about said, that? No, I think that's exactly what's happening. Um, we've seen it in the last few weeks. Unless the guy gets just hit with a baseball bat, yeah. maybe, and they don't throw a flag, and then the coach challenges it, maybe they'll review it. But to me, it feels like it's – Probably a combination of two things. They wanted to put a PR band-aid on the problem they yeah. had after this, after that which never game, works, which impacted the Super Bowl because, yep. quite frankly, the New Orleans Saints should have gone to the Super Bowl. They would have, and everybody knows it. And it was a huge PR nightmare. And B, they want to have that in their back pocket for a huge playoff game, so that it would happen again. They had the a tool to in, to to rectify it. Yeah. But they ain't going to do this in the regular. They're making it painfully clear that they are not returning. They are not reversing the, these calls in the regular season. And you might as well just keep your red flag in your pocket. Yeah, and some scary stuff. I mean, the Mason Rudolph, the quarterback of Pittsburgh, getting concussed yesterday, took yeah. a shot to the head and was out like a light. And when you see that, and listen, that when Mason Rudolph, if you haven't seen it yet, and you ha- you see the replay of him getting hit and his eyes wide open and just falls like a bowling pin, that's when people might, like my wife, say, our son's not playing football. It was frightening. It was really frightening. Yeah. The fact that he's up and walking around today, and he is. Yeah. I think he was at the Steelers facility I read because I wanted to see just, I mean, is this guy okay? It was frightening. And you're, you're exactly right. That is not what football needs right now. No, I mean. I'm not talking about the NFL. I'm talking about yeah. any level. Yeah, any level. Right. I mean, any you just that, as a parent, as anyone, you see that video. And, again, I, I want you to take a look at it if you haven't seen it. It's The other thing in that game, too, is the game changes on another bad officiating call. 
Can we figure out the roughing the quarterback, please? It, it it's so infuriating. Which was so this? they they tackled him around his legs is and they called a roughing okay. the passer in the end of the Ravens Steelers game. Was this that kept it going okay. on? It just it's one of those things where it's just again without being too specific, it's like can we, it just every game is different depending on the crew who's officiating. It's a mess. It, you know? it's a mess. It's a mess. We talk about it in other sports, but it, I think it's an epidemic right now for the NFL because it's popular, but people get fed up. Yeah. And so when you talk about why people don't want to watch football, don't. It's not political anymore. It's not that the game past comp- that, or, or it's not competitive. People, you know, it's not. It, it's that it's hard to watch. It ruins the flow, and there's no cohesive. It doesn't. There's any nothing cohesive, nothing consistent. Now, this was the one. Where, was this Lamar Jackson sort of just? Getting, yes. Yeah, I did yeah. see that. That was just silly. Yeah. But you know what? That, that it's silly, but it gets called every week. Yeah, it's, it, and usually no. it's for Tom Brady getting that call. Right, right. Again, right, exactly. I don't want to pick on the Patriots, but no, of course the officiating is, is a is a big time problem. All right, let's switch gears a little bit. We spent a little time on the NFL, baseball. Right. Uh, I'll get to the Yankees in a second. Let's start Mets fire Mickey Callaway earlier in the week. Your thoughts about that? Not surprised. Not surprised. Uh, I thought there was a slight chance he could be back. I heard Ron Darling on WFN last yeah, week saying that. he probably would let Ron Darling, former Mets pitcher, now an analyst for the Mets. Uh, TV broadcast network, thinking that Mickey would probably he would get rid of Mickey. No offense to Mickey, but yep. he would, he thought they would bring him back. They didn't. I think it's the right call and good for Mickey. He he sort of took the high road. He was a pitching coach, a really successful one with the Cleveland Indians before getting this job. Yeah. God bless. Go on. He'll probably get another pitching coach job in Major League Baseball. The biggest story. I th- the biggest story I think in, is that Jeff Wilpon actually paid for a flight for him and Brody right. to fly to Florida. To fire Mickey, a classy move. They flew down there. I think Brody had points. Yeah. <laughs> so I think Brody probably. I mean, I'm guessing he. Had it might points. have been a UPS sitting on a couple yeah, of boxes with some chickens was, next to yeah. him. They had to, yeah, they had to change planes in Charlotte at four for thirty in the morning or something like that. Who's the next manager of the Mets? Who do I think it will be, or who do I want? Who will be the next manager of the Mets? Yes. I I would love to see Joe Girardi get that job. I think we've talked about this yes. privately. Yep. Well, probably on this podcast too, briefly. Yeah. Here's what I don't want. I don't want. I know. Right now, there's a there's a you look at the the, the managers in the playoffs right now. Yeah. A lot of young managers, a lot of first time managers, new breed of manager, new school managers. I think that's great. I don't want to take that chance at the Mets right now. I want a proven guy. I want a Joe Girardi or a Buck Showalter, someone like that. Yeah. But I think it's possible they go from within, from maybe they find an in-house candidate that Joe Espada. They, they talked about the third base coach right. for the Houston, uh, or is he the bench coach for the Astros? Excuse I think me. Joey Cora came up. Yeah, th- those type of guys who, let's be honest, don't are going to cost you a lot of money. They're the hot. T- they're the Alex Coras now right. of two years ago. The the Aaron Boone types, not a lot of experience. They they light up a room when they walk in. Players that's, like them, so that type. That's of That's great, but it's a different market. But I'm sure if they go that route, that'll be the well. He's the next big thing, and we just think he's he's he brings something dynamic to the table that we don't have, and he'll work for under a million dollars. We mentioned the Yankees off the top play game three tonight. While we're taping this, are a couple hours away from doing right. that. No real surprises in that series. Yankees using the big bats, some good power relief pitching. Uh, I'm not sure if they'll win tonight with uh, Severino. Anything can happen. It's a home game for the Twins. They'll be fired up there. Any, like I said, anything can happen. But I think the Yankees losing this series. I don't want to jinx it. Knock on wood. But I, I think they're in good shape to win. I, and I'm, I'm, I don't mean to look ahead past the Twins, but I, I am looking ahead past the Twins because I think it's almost a certainty the Yankees win this series. I'm not trying to jinx them, but I have a question for you. Yeah. Especially if we go on, if we go on to see a, a Yankees Astros championship league championship series, which seems like we will. Are you happy with the way the Yankees are employing the starting pitching? No, I'm not. Uh, I could spend three hours about this, but I'll give you a quick. 
Masahiro Tanaka the night pitched five innings through 83 pitches. Exactly I have no idea why he didn't come out and pitch the sixth inning. They are so quick. And Aaron Boone said they're going to be aggressive. I get it. But there's going to be nights where relievers don't have it. So just if you want to go batter by batter, trust Tanaka. He's not a rookie. He's not a second-year player. He's a veteran with experience who's pitched great in the playoffs. Just say to him, one more. You got one more. And you, I, I did not. I, I, w- I was worried. In both games, they got, they got lucky. They right. got lucky. And I understand that in theory because they have such a powerful bullpen. Yes. And the starting pitching for them can be a little spotty outside of Tanaka. But, and it won't cost you against the Twins. But if you're in a long series with Houston, or let's even dream bigger for you Yankee fans, and you win the pennant and you're in the series, at some point, if you have a game where Tanaka is cruising, or, or let's see even one of the other Leave pitchers is cruising in. at 80 pitches and it's the fifth inning, why not... Just for the why not just play with some house money and say, listen, I can go to the bullpen if I have to, but why not give these guys some extra rest? I, I, I you couldn't want to be, agree more because you want to you want to hear the nightmare scenario and the uh, it'll be it'll, it'll be critiqued till the end of time. You want to get to the game six of the World Series and three of your relievers are burned out. Yeah, uh, they're hanging breaking balls. Yeah. or or all this Chapman can't find the strike zone because exactly. he's pitched in you know ten of the eleven wins you've had this year or whatever it is. It's, it's uh, you're right on the money. I could not agree more. Just let the trust the guys a little bit. That's all. It's not Jay Happ out there. I understand it's the new age of baseball, and yeah. I get it, which I don't um, love. And quite frankly, that's a huge advantage the Yankees have because if you see some of the other bullpens, even on the postseason teams, go ask the Washington Nationals about yeah. bullpens. I agree, hundred percent. Really bad. So 100%. the Yankees should leverage that, but I just think don't get too cute. But hey. Hey, one of the big stories I want to talk about before we go, we're gonna have a little bit of a shorter version tonight because I have a a commitment I got to go to tonight. But uh, Sports Illustrated, right? Something that. Any sports fan, if you're a, a, a sports fan, even a, an average sports fan, was it Thursdays it came out when we were kids? Thursdays, yes, I think every it was Thursday. If it wasn't in the mailbox, you got mad at the mailman. Like, what the heck, dude? Where is it? Baseball Weekly when I was a kid, which was a once-a-week publication, even when I was a teenager. I, I think right. I got a, had a subscription that until I was in my early 20s. Uh, and Sports Illustrated, you could not. The faces in the crowd was one of my favorite things because it was about high school athletes or college right. athletes. The long-form journalism, uh, it, it, this week they laid off, what, 40% of their staff? Something 40% like that. of the staff. And the Daily News, by the way, putting it on their back page, what a disgrace it was. Hey, Daily News, you did the same thing. Daily News, what is there, like Take three it people easy. in your sports yeah, section left? enough. It, it used wire copy for a lot of Yankee games this year, so let's, let's not talk about that. But very sad because this industry, which has been happening for years, you get these big companies that buy them, and then the first thing they do is they cut people. Right. So it was very sad to see. and. And much like you, you couldn't wait to see the cover. Who was going to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated? Right, and it's, and in fairness, before we make Sports Illustrated out to be something it hasn't been recently, it's been, I, in my opinion, it's been down in recent years. Yeah, the website's been bad. Similar to it Rolling Stone it, magazine. Right. I, if you're a music fan, I used to love getting Rolling Stone right. magazine. It was ten times bigger than an average magazine. Yes, exactly. Which they then shrunk it down years ago for cost cutting. But Rolling Stone. I had a subscription to that and to Sports Illustrated and to Baseball Weekly. Those are the three things that I was a kid. I couldn't wait to go sit down and read it. And uh, it's sad because there's a whole generation already that's not used to that as it is. Well, that's the thing, too, because I can find now what I used to find at Sports Illustrated in a lot of – On your pro, phone. On a lot of plat- on a lot of different platforms. And it's, they're doing and – it's, and, and, it's, and it's good. It's fine. Yeah. But one of the – I was thinking about Sports Illustrated last week. It was one of the things about Sports Illustrated, especially reading as a kid, as a kid is I would read about things that – Maybe I didn't know that much about it, but I can go searching for. I remember, and this sounds strange, but I used to love to read the boxing stories in Sports Illustrated yeah. about fights that I never got to see. I was like, that's one of the reasons. Like, I'm I used to be in boxing, 
dwindled down the last few years. It was just made me a huge boxing fan. And even the, the Olympics, so, so I'm not a huge Olympics Same fan. Thing, yeah. If they wrote a story about a diet, it's about the, the story. Right. Any good story is a good story, no matter the sport. And that's still true to this day. You know, we always try to do stories here at News 8, which, you know, outside the box in your mainstream sports. And But it just when that happened the other day, it was just like a, another card in the deck kind of was Well, out. I felt bad because... Um, Sports Illustrated has skewed younger in terms of its the people on its staff. So I think a lot of young, hungry writers yeah. got uh, got some unpleasant news last week, and hopefully they land on their feet because a I lot agree. of talent got let go. And it's sorry, it's but that's where industry. you and I come in, Brian. Oh, is that where, is that where is we come we're, in? We're filling the sports oh, void. Are we? All right, let we, me write this down. Yes, yeah, write that down. Right. Sports Illustrated, uh, you know, the things that you we banked on as kids. Now we're giving this information. In ESPN Prime Time. Yes, all those things. I remember watching eight when I was like when I was the like worldwide, thirty years worldwide, ago. Worldwide, worldwide sports. There was me. no red zone channel. Like yeah. I was watching Chris Berman and Tom Jackson, who they've now brought back on ESPN yeah. Plus to watch yeah. highlights for an hour. Yeah, Th- that seems strange now. You could just pick your game and watch nine minute highlights on YouTube. The what ta- a world we live the in. The times they are a changing. Like, I'll tell you that much. All right, wow. so a couple other things real quick. Are you? Did you get your pumpkins yet? No, no. I, I I I was very strategic in that. I told. Uh, the daughters asked this weekend. I said, we had some family in this weekend. So yeah. we're busy. Saw that making pies and stuff with the yeah, grandma. Oh, yeah. It's pie, it's pie season. Um, when isn't it pie season? Oh, that, but what a question. Um, so I said, we're going to go two weeks from now. Next week you have you, you got stuff going on. Two weeks we'll take our hayride and get your pumpkins. My son said, uh, my wife said the other day, he said something about going to get pumpkins. And, and she said, well, do you want to go today? He said, no, it's, it needs to be a warm day. A warm day? A war- he wanted a warm day. So I said, let's get them in July. That's perfect, yeah. <laughs> warm day, yeah. warm day. When did you stop going out for Halloween? Curious. When, you, when did you stop kid? dressing up as a kid to go out? I My daughter's asked me that, too, and I couldn't really remember. I want to say maybe fifth or sixth, sixth grade. Sixth grade was my last year. I my mother said, this grade. is your last year. Enjoy it. You're not going out for Halloween. Right. So then I found toilet paper and eggs as a seventh and eighth grader, which was fun, too. The old, they still do mischief night around here? Now, it's just, now, the toilet paper eggs, does that have anything to do with Halloween or just something you did? Yeah, it's something I found. Okay, yeah. all right. Did they do Mischief Night when, you, when New Hampshire, where you grew up? Not, it was Have you heard of the term? I, uh, the night before Halloween, yeah. you go out, you throw some toilet paper in the trees, you know, you No, we didn't really eggs. have that. I mean, we just had that. Like, we didn't have it need a, spe- a specific night for that, but we didn't really have That's that. That's true. You did grow up in New Hampshire. There's all kinds of issues. Yeah, there's, a, there's all kinds of mischief going but on. But no, there's that, you know. Um, I, I do I, sheep. The, the, I wake up on, thang- on Thanksgiving, and uh, that's a whole other problem we'll get to that next yeah month. i wake up halloween morning sometimes and i'm disappointed that you know there's not some toilet paper thrown so now i'm setting myself up for something to come back i was gonna say I'll, I, like I, you don't know where i live thank god so we'll find we, we'll, we'll find someone to swing by there the shaving cream on the car all yeah. that fun stuff and other things right look at all these experiences i think kids are just well you know what these kids with the video games and the phones these days are just too lazy to go out and you know yeah they'd rather do it on their vandalize. ipad build a build a village on right. uh, you know one of those games or whatever exactly. all right we got to run here in a second read the plugs for me tell me where to find this reviews comments all this stuff okay again we're getting into uh we're now into about our fifth episode we're gonna keep going we're getting strong we're going strong we want feedback we want to know what you guys think apple music spotify stitcher stitcher plus sprout other places all right find us review us uh, the thing i was saying eric dukoff band is the music you hear underneath here is talking right now uh we got a lot of other stuff coming up in the next uh we'll try to do this again uh, we'll, we'll try to we will do this again next weekend more nfl hopefully the yankees will have advanced by then anything else i gotta worry about in the sports world coming up wnba finals we'll talk about as well i didn't get a chance to talk about tonight because i guess tonight i got some great stories about that they cool. play a game four tomorrow night and if they win they play game five on thursday night 
And if they do win Tuesday night, John Pearson may be heading out to DC on Thursday. Good for him. So, yes. Lovely time here. I'll see some foliage down Lots, the lots to talk about ahead. So, right. you know, say goodbye. Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. All right. See ya. All right. Till the next time. <laughs>